0: He the touchdown. Did he get it? Yes,
1: so he did. Touchdown to You're listening to The One Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The One Pridecast. I'm Tori Petrie, joined, as always, by Lomas Brown. Hey. Lomas, <laughs> uh, we're getting the podcast out a little bit later than usual. Yes. Um... I have been on the injury report this That's week. Right,
0: she has been, yeah. Yes,
1: injury report, illness, <laughs> and uh, took a little bit of time, and now we're back. Yes. So we're gonna get through this podcast, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit of lions, and, mis-
0: and we'll see you know the professionalism come through because she's she's her, her injured right now, <laughs> and we'll see how she handles this injury during the in- interview.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think I'm. I'm I'm getting back to normal now, um, but, you know, we were just talking about this before the podcast, how important it is to take care of yourself. That's right. And to take time if you need it.
0: Absolutely. not. Nah, look. They tell the athletes, sleep is important for you. You need to get so many hours of sleep. You need to eat this, these type of foods because they're going to help your body and fuel you throughout the game. So it, the same applies towards the employees of the Detroit Lion too. We need to get proper sleep. We need to uh, nourish ourselves so we can make it through a full day, you know, and be at the best we could be at.
1: Exactly. And yes. I'm trying to be at the best I can be at by taking a little bit of time. There
0: you go. We postponed
1: the podcast by a day so thanks everyone for understanding thank you and you know what I think it's really important to take care of ourselves and that is something that I have been learning (laughs) in my own life lately is like you know what you don't have to work yourself into the ground Thank like you. everybody says you do. Oh There's such a like a culture of like hustle in our world right now. It's like everybody has to hustle. Like you just gotta work harder, work harder. But like sometimes that comes at the cost of taking care of yourself. That's and you right. can't be good at the hustling days if you're not ever taking time to recharge.
0: Tori, that is so true. So that people understand the type of hours you put in or the type of hours that some of the employees put in it's not an eight to five job like most people i'm sorry yeah it's not an eight to five i mean it's a lot longer am i correct
1: yeah yeah this time of year is definitely yeah. very very busy um especially thanksgiving week for me because i did high school football at the end of uh at the end of the week and that was really fun had a great time doing that um but you know what you gotta take care of yourself too. And I appreciate you guys as listeners supporting, being patient for an extra day for the podcast and Lomis, you being supportive as well, coming in on a different day that is not your usual day at the facility to do this. Absolutely. So thank you, know, you.
0: I have to take care of my home girl. We're Floridian, so I have to take care of my home girl. Anything I, I appreciate that. Absolutely.
1: How was your Thanksgiving weekend? Oh,
0: it was so great, Tori I think the official count is eight pounds. Wow! between Thursday and Monday. Eight pounds I put on. Good work. I tried to put it on too, Tori, so thank you. I (laughs) I take that compliment because I did try to hurt myself Thanksgiving. It was so well. I ate so much stuffing. I think I ate stuffing every day with cranberry sauce. It was just so delicious. Mm. Oh my goodness. And I had my sweets. I had some donuts. Okay, good. So I had to have the sweets to balance it out. You know, you have to balance the meal out. So it was very good and I got a chance to spend some time with family. So Good. it was great. Good. Yeah. So you're
1: stuffing, if you had to pick your favorite food of everything that That's you ate it. over Thanksgiving weekend, it was the stuffing. Stuffing
0: with cranberry. It right. has to be those two okay. combinations together. Can't have one without the other. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I would say that I stuffing was one of my favorites okay. as well. Yeah, I, I know some people who make some really good gluten-free stuffing. Uh-oh. I know that might not be for everybody, but it's something that I'm into. And okay. it has, like, this really good Canadian seasoning on it, and mm. I'm all about it. So, anyways, that so, w- that was one of my favorite things. A
0: quick question. Did you have a mac and cheese Breakdown. Were you all right on Thanksgiving? I without was all the right and without and the mac and cheese. Okay, great. I,
1: you know what I actually did. I missed Thanksgiving meal in the press box on Thanksgiving Day. What? I know. Oh my god. I know. Isn't that horrifying? It
0: is. My gracious. I know.
1: What was going on with that? I was just running around before the game, <laughs> running all over the place, and then by the time I got up to the press box, they'd already taken up the food. Oh my it was God. before the game started, but I still missed Thanksgiving meal in the press box, wow. and that's the first time in six years that I've been here and have not eaten Thanksgiving meal at a Lions game.
0: Wow! So yeah, yeah that kind of threw you off. So a my little yeah bit.
1: yeah my Just- Thanksgiving meal was a coney dog because <laughs> that's like another thing they have up in the press box, uh, like for like halftime snacks and everything. And so my Thanksgiving meal was a coney dog with no bun. Uh, just like dipped in chili and mustard. And that was that was my Thanksgiving lunch. Oh,
0: my goodness. You're talking about from stuffing macaroni and cheese and turkey to a coney doll yeah. with no bun. No bun. And dropped in chili and mustard. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was, a, it was a little bit of a low point there. A <laughs> little bit of a low point. But I did get to go over to a friend's house and have a really good Thanksgiving okay. meal. Afterwards, <laughs> it was just at the game. I missed it. And I was so bummed because it's just tradition
0: and we have to keep tradition alive since the lions have the thanksgiving day game and it's been going on for oh my god well i ruined it this week i ruined it
1: (laughs) it's okay I still got to eat plenty. Like during Thanksgiving week, it's funny because like everybody serves Thanksgiving foods, right? So you start to eat like turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes over and over yeah. that week. So <laughs> I missed one of the meals, arguably the most important one, but you made it's up. okay. Yeah. I made up for yeah. it. I made up for it. It was fine. Went to a friend's giving over the weekend too, so I got more Thanksgiving food then.
0: yeah. And, and we're good. We're so good. Much. Now the one thing you have to be aware of is leftovers. can have they can't sit out too long, right? And you eat them, so they give you a. Cup couple of days of eating them so that's why i got mine in between thursday and sunday
1: okay good 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 stuff good stuff all right well it sounds like we had a good thanksgiving weekend
0: we did we
1: had a great thanksgiving weekend i had a blast at ford field for high school football playoffs uh really enjoy covering those championships had a day on sunday to reset and now we're back at it and uh Lines are ramping up for one more month yes, of football. Right.
0: Four so, more games, tour. It's crazy. It, then they go fast. It, it seemed like it went fast this year. I don't know if it's just me, but it just sure seemed like this season just flew by. Just four games left. Wow.
1: Well, before we talk about these in the last four games, Lomas, mm-hmm. what was your reaction to the Thanksgiving Day game? I know it was a long time <sighs> ago, but take me back. What was your reaction?
0: Well, you know, Disappointing because we didn't win the game and I just knew how big that used to be for us. Wayne Fonts, every year, my former coach, soon as the schedule would come out, he would circle the Thanksgiving Day game, make us do it, and say how important that game was. You don't lose this game on this day. You're the first team playing. The whole nation is watching you. You have if we don't win no other game during the year, he wanted us to win the Thanksgiving Day game. So that's why it was so important to older guys like myself because of the emphasis that was put on it. So when you see these guys lose a Thanksgiving Day game, you know, it it, it, it kind of bothers you a little bit because you don't know if they really feel the tradition or they really feel the game like we felt it, like how important it was not only to us, to win that game, but how important it was to the fans for us to win that game and to start the Thanksgiving day Thanksgiving weekend off right. So I was just disappointed with the way we lost the game, which has been the same way all year long, but that we lost the game on Thanksgiving. I think that was the most disappointing thing.
1: Yeah, it definitely was a bummer, especially being in it right there at the end, and that's how a lot of the games have gone this year. Yeah. The Lions are in it. They have a chance, and then they just can't make the plays that they need to, to be able to come away with the win. Uh, one of the big changes, though, last week was David Blau at yes. quarterback. Yes. And although the Lions weren't able to win, and it was a lot to ask him to lead a game-winning drive, it, w- it was a lot to put that on his shoulders as a rookie starting his first ever NFL game. I thought he played a really good game.
0: I agree with you 100%. I actually got a chance to see him after the game, and I told him that. I told him I thought you had a very good game. I thought you you represented yourself very well out there. He did some things, Tori, and I think the it's a bad thing that Matthew got injured, but I think it's a good thing because – we got backup quarterbacks we got two guys that i think are capable of being backup quarterbacks to matthew stafford and if he, if matthew was to go down say next year you got guys that can step in there and really do a credible job and that's that that's the most encouraging thing about the whole thing with matthew and jeff and um, David getting the opportunity to play is they got some real game experience. And like I say, next year, now you know you got at least two backups that you could bring to camp that could compete to be the second string um quarterback
1: well it looks like it's going to be David Blau for a little bit while longer here as Jeff Driscoll went to IR and Mm. then the Lions signed get this their 10th and 11th quarterbacks that they've had this year that is crazy to me how many quarterbacks that they have had to go through because you're just not used to Stafford being injured the guy plays through so much so this has been very different for this Lions team and for Lions fans to watch somebody else under center but like you said I think that Jeff and David have done Mm -hmm. a really good job and you know you can't ask for much more than a 75 yard touchdown on your first ever NFL completion.
0: That had to be so exciting for him. It really is you're right that if you were to write a movie that's how you would start the movie out the dream the quarterback comes in backup quarterback and the first play of the game 75 yard play yeah you're right that was awesome too to see that and the good thing was the trust factor with Daryl Belville Because a lot of times when you got a rookie quarterback starting his first game, you're not going to open up with something like that. But for him to have that trust in David, that was a great thing. Well,
1: that's what David talked about after the game. He said that that's kind of what they built into the offense because they felt like the Bears would probably expect him to just throw a bunch of Mm checkdowns during that game. So they said, since they will be expecting that, let's open up the offense. And they did that, and it worked.
0: It did. I mean, and, and Torrey, I've been impressed with the offense. I really have. I keep saying. But man, my guy is Daryl Bevel.
1: What a job he's done, though, making this offense look so good with three different quarterbacks this year and different I'm, running backs thank as well. You. So thank you. So much change and turnover, and the guy has still put together good offenses.
0: Absolutely. Uh, offensive line that you was a little shaky coming into the season. Think about a rookie tight end he had. Like you say, all the changes we've had at running back. The constant has been the receivers, but we had a little change over there. Hall uh, Hall was in there. A couple of other guys were in there. But like you say, the continuity that Coach Bevel had. And his play designs Torrey it's not like he just gets a play and just throws it on the wall and hope that it sticks there he has a myth and a madness to how he wants to run things and it's been beautiful to watch this year I I just love the way coach Belva has called the game this year called games
1: I agree I agree it's definitely been good to watch um you know I think that the the downfall in this last game was you know people have asked me why the Lions can't seem to win when it comes down to the final minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and to that, my answer was, well, it's because every single game, they leave it down to the final minutes. That,
0: thank you, Tori. Yeah. Great they, point. They
1: can never put a, an opponent away. They always just leave it to the final seconds, and there was a time a few years ago when you know Stafford was leading this offense, and it did come down to the final minutes, and he was able to lead these awesome comeback drives, and it was really exciting to watch, but that is not the Lions team that we're watching right now, and this team cannot make those big plays when it matters, and they always leave it down to, you either got to make this big play, or you lose, and... Since they can't make the big play, they've been losing.
0: Great point, and you're right. And and it's uh, like you say, it's a play or two that happens throughout the game where you where they have the opportunity to strangle an opponent and put their foot on their throat. And just doesn't do it. Either it's something self-inflicted like a penalty or something that keeps them from being able to do that. And you are you're absolutely right because it has been plenty of opportunities and plenty of games to put teams away. They don't. Teams come back. And that's been the results for us this year. Great point. Yeah. Show your Lions pride by going authentic with gear from shop.detroitlions.com. For a vast selection of T-shirts, hats, jerseys, and novelties with convenient flat-rate shipping right to your doorstep, visit shop.detroitlions.com. Your 24-7 home for Lions gear.
1: Well, the Lions are officially out of playoff contention now. They have another month of football left to play, four games. So they've got this weekend coming up against the Minnesota Vikings. Mm -hmm. They come home, they face the Bucks, then they go on the road right before Christmas and face the Broncos, and then they finish up the season against the Packers who are playing really good football right now. So, you know, Lomas, when you look at this last month of football, what do you want to see from this team, uh, you know, since their postseason hopes are are done for?
0: Effort. Effort. That's the one thing I'm going to look for, effort. I'm looking for how many defensive guys get to the ball carry and how many guys are game tackling the ball carry. I'm looking for uh, guys hustling downfield and getting extra blocks uh, when they can. I'm looking for our linemen to do the little extra that they have to do to make sure that the running back has a successful run. Uh, I'm just looking at the effort of the whole team, special teams, defense, offense, what the effort is going to be like because – I've been through this before, Tori, and it's no fun. right now, it's not a lot of fun for any of those guys yeah. in that locker room. You being asked questions about why you can't win. You really can't answer those questions. You're not winning. And you're wondering why you're not winning, you know, why you can't finish games. There's so many questions going through your head. And then also, am I going to be back next year? You know, if I'm not under contract, do they want me back next year? You know, how did I perform this year? What are the coaches thinking about me? There's so many things going through your mind. But the one thing you can control as a ball player is your effort, the effort that you put out on that field. And I think that's the one thing that Coach Patricia and them are going to look at. They're going to judge guys off how they finish these last four games out. And, Tory, I thought these last four, you know, in the beginning, yeah, they might be able to get through these – Tampa's playing good right now. You know, that's not no easy win. So you talking about Minnesota, a team that just lost, that's going to come, that we're going to mad. You're talking about Tampa Bay team that's gotten better. You know, Jameis Winston, yeah, you know about him. He could be up and down, but they are playing better. You got Green Bay that has a lot on the line, you know, when we play them and we got – The Broncos. And the Broncos. You know, we traveled a mile high. That's never an easy place to play, at. and nope. we got you know. So it's a lot of things that are coming up, but the one thing, like I said, is effort.
1: All right. Okay. Well, I think that's something that we can look for yeah. as as these games go on. If you had to pick one reason why the Lions' season hasn't turned out the way that they've wanted it to, what would that be? I mean, I know you talk about players don't even really know how to answer that question themselves, which I think is really interesting. Uh, when you when you look at it, because you've been in those players' shoes yeah, and you've yeah. known, hey, it's hard for me to answer why that reason is. But you know, when you when you look at it, why do you think the Lions have not turned out to to be the Lions that they had hoped to be?
0: You know, I, and we know, Tori, it starts it started defensively. I just think, I just really think, okay, if you come into a season. And you know your defense is supposed to be good. As an offensive guy, I'm like, okay, we know we can rely on our defense. If we go three and out, we know our defense could turn them over and get them three and out, and we could get good field position. Or our defense could come up with a turnover and we could have a short field to work with. A lot of those things I think, a lot of things I think was predicated on how well the defense was gonna do. And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be because each individual unit should be able to handle their own. But like I said, if I'm coming into the season my defense is supposed to be, man, I'm supposed to have a top-notch defense. So I know in the back of my mind, if we make a mistake on offense or we have a turnover or something bad happens on the offensive side of the ball, my defense is going to cover for me or my defense is going to put me in a position to have success. And it just hadn't happened this year. And I think yeah. it's almost like a snowball effect when it doesn't happen the way you think it's going to happen. Then other things happen that you didn't count on happening, like the defense playing the way it played. And I just think it just changes the whole psyche of not only the team, but even the coaches too, because I think they coach different. I think the defensive guys coach differently because of the struggles that they were having on defense this year. Sure. And conversely, the same thing can happen on offense too.
1: Yeah, a lot of times when – when you're struggling the answer is to simplify the scheme there you go and you know that does simplify it for your players but sometimes that simplifies it for the offense as well that you're facing um so you know I think that that can often happen when you face struggles Mm. in football so maybe maybe that's been part of it as well but the Lions have a big game against Minnesota this weekend. Yes. It's a divisional game. Obviously they do not want to finish this season with just the three wins right, that they have right now. Exactly. They want to add more to that win total. We, Like you said, we want to see that effort. Do you think they have a chance to play spoiler against the Minnesota Vikings who are trying to, to fight the Packers for the top of the division?
0: I think they do if we could get pressure on Kirk Cousins. I We didn't do that last time. And I had a stat, Tori, that was just crazy to me. The stat is that Kirk Cousins had all day to throw in the Vikings, 42-30 win over the Lions. He had been pressured on just one of 34 dropbacks, the fewest in the game for C- C- Kirk Cousins. One time he was pressured out of 34 dropbacks. It's no way you're going to beat anybody like that. you got to pressure the quarterback. Kurt had all day long to sit back there, pitch a tent, probably get (laughs) something to eat, then throw the ball, Torrey. So that's going to have to be the major difference between the last loss and this game here. we got to pressure that young man. If we don't, I mean, we might be looking at the same thing again.
1: All right, well, I know the Lions don't want to be looking at the same thing again, so we'll see what happens this weekend in Minnesota. I'll see you there, Lomas. All
0: right, I'll see you. Thank you guys for (laughs) listening.